Blog Talk Radio. Hi guys, and welcome to Getting Loopy, and I really hope like heck this is working, because uh, the technology is making me more than a little bananas tonight, so uh, we are back in our normal spots at Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern for a little loopy fun. I believe I have the chat room open, but who the heck knows, and I see our wonderful guest is on hold, so I will get her on here in just one minute. A uh, couple things I want to say. Uh, welcome back. Thanks for listening. Share far and wide. I would appreciate it. Um, there is a new Facebook group called, obviously enough, Getting Loopy. So please join that on Facebook if you uh, are a Facebook type of person. I have reset the um, the uh, Ravelry I'm sorry, people are texting me telling me I didn't call in on time. It really is the technology. Um, So I have reset the Getting Loopy group on Ravelry. It's now called uh, Getting Loopy 2.0. So if you are a Ravelry person, go ahead and check that out. Um, What else is going on? I just got back from a three-week trip to the United Kingdom. I spent some time with our friends at Hochanda.com, that's a TV network. I have some really cool yarns that I have brought in from Turkey that are only available on Hochanda right now. There is a kit for a knit version of a knit and a crochet version of a ribbon scarf in a ribbon yarn. There's a version with glitter and without. There is also just the coolest basket kit I've ever seen. It's got a round base that is wooden and has holes in it and you crochet around it and make this basket really quickly and it's water resistant and sort of awesome. There's just a few of those left. Um, If you do want to uh, purchase on Hochanda and you never have before, there's a link on the blog at hookedforlifepublishing.com slash blog and you can uh, go use that link that I have right there. It will take you to Hochanda and there is a coupon code for 10% off. It's HOOKED10, H-O-O-K-E-D, 1-0. We'll give you 10% off your order if you've never purchased from them before. And they do ship both the U.S. and the U.K., in addition, of course, to all over uh, the U.K. and Europe. Okay, I've just gotten confirmation that you can hear me. Yay! So, uh, Hochanda, gettingloopy.com is not coming back because uh, somebody bought it and would like to sell it back to me for $2,500, so just no. So uh, join the group on Facebook or join the group on Ravelry or both, or hopefully when I get my act together and I'm not jet-lagged, I will get some show information up on hookedforlifepublishing.com slash blog. There will be a Patreon coming up for those of you who want to support the show, but now is not the time. I have... uh, gone ahead and paid for us for the next couple of months. So let's get the show back on its feet. Uh, There is, however, a Gmail address, gettingloopy2.0 at gmail.com. So you can email me there. Let me know what kind of things you would like to hear and um, all that kind of good stuff. Um, Somebody's texted and said they can hear. Uh, Can anybody see the chat room? (laughs) That's what I really want to know. Text me if you have my number or send me an email or something while I'm trying to get the show going. 
geez, what else? One more thing, and this is a sad thing, but I want to share with you all that our beloved Zumi Jr., who was an OG getting loopy, groupy, and was with us for many, many of the live shows, has passed away. I just found out a couple of weeks ago she passed away on New Year's Eve. So uh, those of you that remember her from the good old days, send a thought up, hold your hooks high, and let's have a flaming hook of justice send off from our darling Zumi because our Stacy is no longer with us. And I was very, very sorry to see of her loss. Stacy was one of those people. I met her because of Getting Loopy, and I met her because of the chat room. But uh, as with many of you, I actually got to meet her in person once or twice when I was out visiting in Denver where she used to live. So uh, one of the things I've always loved about Getting Loopy was that it brought people together who might not have otherwise met. And Stacy was definitely one of those people. So I send my love to her wherever she may be. And uh, I am very sorry for her loss. But, um, you know, stuff happens. But I loved her. I know a lot of you did. I was glad that we got the the opportunity to interact with her when we did. Uh, Also letting you know that next week we will have London K. London is a yarn barmer. Yarn, I can't talk tonight, guys. I'm blaming the jet lag, but whoo, I'm out of practice. Yarn bomber and crochet artist, and she has a new yarn in collaboration with Lion Brand. Um, so I'll be very excited. I saw both London and the yarn at the Craft and Hobby Association show in Phoenix in January, but I'm really interested to uh, see what's see what's going on and what she has to say about that. Okay, so somebody's just texted in and said the chat is open, uh, but people are unable to type. I think some of you might have to renew your logins. But anyway, let's move on to tonight's guest, uh, Linda Dean. Linda Dean is a wonderful, amazing crochet designer and very active in the community in her own right. But tonight she is joining us with her hat on, her crochet cap on, as the president of the CGOA, which is the Crochet Guild of America. Now, as you know, we used to uh, talk about CGOA a lot, and we used to have a lot of people on from CGOA on the old show, and it's been a long time since we talked to anybody from that organization, so I thought really the perfect first guest to have coming back was somebody from the CGOA to tell us what's going on there. Now, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I am not sure what button to hit to make her talk. So, Linda, I hope you can hear me. And let's see. Holy crap, you guys. Linda? Well, I heard a beep, but I was thinking about being silent just to really – can you hear me yet? Well, heck. Hello. This is not good. How about this button, Linda? <laughs> oh, you guys. I'm dying here. I think I might have hung up on her. Well, crud. I still hear Linda you. Dean, are you there? I am here. I am here. Well, this is incredibly frustrating. I have to say that uh, the technology is very, very different from when I used to use this uh, used to use this service. 
So I'm going to uh, basically hit a couple more buttons and see if I can find Linda to come back. All right. Um, I seem to have lost her. (laughs) Oh, you can hear Linda. I cannot hear Linda. This is not good. Um, Boy. Uh, Linda, call back in, and I will try and fix this. I do not know what the heck is going on. Uh, I really don't. Okay, Linda, I see Linda is back. Oh, man, let's try this. Hello? Hello? All right, first off, let's say thank you to Cheryl, (laughs) Cheryl's number one, who's texting me to let me know what you guys can hear and not hear. I do not know why you can hear Linda and I cannot, uh, but that's how it goes. So, well, good thing I didn't call you any names. Here's what I'm going to say, Linda. Just go, it's now, let's see, since we have 34 minutes left, I'm going to say, go ahead and talk about what's going on at the CJOA for a couple of minutes while I try and figure out why I can't hear you. But talk to the nice people. Because I can't hear a word you're saying, but they certainly can. So, um, man, go for it. Punch. <laughs> I'm going to keep well, hitting buttons. <laughs> I'm glad that Mary Beth is so trusting to allow me to talk without any supervision. That does make it kind of interesting. Um, so as far as what's going on at CGOA, there's been a lot of changes since uh, the last airing of Getting Loopy. And a lot of them has been, have been in the last year. So um, in the last year... CGOA has actually changed management companies. We are taking a completely new footing going forward. Um, The other things that have changed, our conferences now are solely crochet. We are no longer partnered with the TKGA, um, the Knitting Guild of America. It was a very amicable thing. Uh, The Knitting Guild decided they didn't want to do any large conferences anymore, and CGOA decided to keep the ball rolling with that. So last year, 2017, was our first year doing that in Chicago. And we are repeating that again this July, July 25th through the 28th in Portland, Oregon. Um, You'll also notice now that CGOA is making a conscious effort to rotate around the United States. So um, we have broken up into six different sections of the regions of the country, and we will be rotating those every year, which means that we will hit the East Coast, the Central of the country, and the West Coast every three years. So we're really excited about that. Um, Some of the other things that we've changed, um, we've actually restructured the organization a bit differently. So we've got a lot of volunteers now stepping into committee positions to help run the entire organization. So we're not putting that all on to our management company. So that's a big change, and there's a lot of opportunity. Oh, I hear a beep. Is that anybody adding in? Well, I will keep talking then. So... Um, we're also looking at trying to be as transparent as possible of everything going on. So anybody who's a CGOA member will notice that they are getting um, more news from us. They should be getting some new e-blasts um, of updated information. And since March is a really great month because it is National Crochet Month, um, we have, are doing a super mega cowl project. Um, and it's actually been released starting March 1st that you can get a free pattern every week from some great CGA designers. They're only going to be available for one week at a time, and then they will be um, available for pay. So if you want to check those out, you want to go to, to crochet.org, and it will be right under um, the latest news information, and it will have information about our SuperCal. 
And right now, the pattern we have out is by a designer, Andy Graves, featuring yarn from Designing Vashti, which is also another member of CGOA. So um, we're really trying to promote crochet and the people who support it as much as possible. Um, going through my notes, what else am I missing? Um, we are also releasing a brand new master's program. So the master's program that people are most familiar with most recently um, is Advanced Stitches and Techniques, and that was released in May of 2010. So the biggest complaint we got out of that program, because it was 48 swatches and 13 questions, was people wanted more education in it. So the last couple of years, we've actually been working on putting together a really extensive manual that we are calling Fundamentals of Crochet. It actually has more questions than it does swatches. So I want to say it's about 35 questions and 17 swatches and a final project, if I remember correctly. And in all of that, you will learn so much information. Um, it's almost mind-boggling how much is in there. I asked the writers to go down the deep rabbit hole, and they did. So we have a whole chapter on how to read patterns. We have an entire chapter on how to, begin, how to work in a foundation chain. You would never guess that you could get 12 pages out of that. Um, but there's so much in there that a beginner or even somebody really advanced is going to learn a lot of information. And then we covered anything that will make your, your project even stand out better, um, such as how to finish your work, um, blocking techniques, the secrets of gauge, and that's all addressed in this issue. Um, we are kind of doing a soft release. It will be available middle of this month, but we're not really heavily advertising it yet because we, all, we have volunteers that do all the reviewing on that program. So we didn't want to launch it out really fast and have everybody submit it back in and overwhelm the volunteers. So we'll, you'll see more information on the program, but it will be available. Um, the other things that's uh, new and interesting, CGOA will actually be at the DFW FiberFest at the beginning of April, and we will actually be teaching our uh, Master's Day on that Thursday. So if you happen to be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and want to stop by and visit, we're more than happy to see you and come by and say hi. Um, the other things, the ex other exciting news we have going on with our Portland conference, we're going to have a Craft Yarn Council Certified Instructors opportunity there um, that will take place the two days after our conference at the same location. So we've been really trying to partner with them and give as much as we can to um, anybody who's interested in becoming a certified teacher. Um, the certified teaching program with Craft Yarn Council enables you to be able to teach at a Michaels. That is one of their, their requirements. But I can say from personal experience, it gives you a lot more insight of how to think about your class and how to outline um, actually any kind of instruction for your students. So it gives you more thought crochet, which is always beneficial to everybody. The other thing we have going on right now is our chapter challenge. So we have put out um, a call to all chapters to see how many people can make charity projects for uh, local communities. So you can find more infor information about that as well at crochet.org. So there's actually prize money available to chapters. So if you are a member of a chapter, you want to see out that information and see if you can bring, some more bring in some money to your organization. Um, so people who aren't familiar with what, what uh, CGOA is, I know I've given you a whole rundown of everything that we've changed in this last year and everything we have upcoming. And it is odd to talk to yourself, I will tell you that. <laughs> but the other things, um, what it is, the organization is, we say it's national, but it's really international. 
and it is designed to promote the education, preservation, and heritage of crochet and, and all the inspiration that it provides to people. So we're the one organization available to do that. And so that's our target. That's our focus. I wish I had some of Mary Beth's questions because I'm sure she has some great questions for me. But obviously she can't hear a word I'm saying. So um, I really don't know what more I can tell you because I know I've probably been a little fast about it. So she's probably going, Linda, great, I'm going to have a lot of dead air time. But, I, you know, it's when you're talking to yourself in the shower, it goes the same way, doesn't it? Well, I'm going to send her a text and see if she can uh, give any, has she figured out if she's even heard what's going on. And I hope you guys can still hear me, because I am getting no feedback at all. But of course, that's the way first shows go, doesn't it? It always is one of those things where you're wondering if it'll work and what all the hiccups might be. So hopefully we can work them all out before her next airing. So the other thing that we also have with our volunteers is we actually have a group of volunteers that answer just about any question you may send in. Okay, um, Linda, I hear there is a pause in the broadcast, and I'm sorry if I'm talking over you, but um, honestly, I still cannot hear a word you're saying, and we're just sort of doing this by um, hunting. (laughs) Oh, my God, it's a good thing you're my friend. So uh, one of the things that I wanted to ask you about was, are there any changes with the mentor program? Because one of the things that I was really uh, pushing when we were around the first time around, was how cool it was for aspiring professional members to get a mentor through the CGOA. Now, um, the last two people that I received as uh, protégés actually quit the business. I think I scared them. But is there anything you can tell us about uh, the mentorship program, and is that still happening, any changes that may have been happening since the olden days, and uh, is, is that still a thing? All right, so to answer Mary Beth's question, yes, we still have our mentoring program. And so what the mentoring program is, it's available to anybody who's a CGOA member, um, but we do also have a, a different level of membership. We also have associate professional and professional members um, of CGOA. There's no cost difference. All you're doing is basically filling out an application saying, yes, I want to work in crochet. And when you do that, um, we actually have a professional development chair who goes through and reviews your application and then they can match you up with a mentor. Our mentor coordinator um, is somebody who actually deals with all the volunteers um, within CGOA who have said, yes, I want to help aspiring um, designers or technical editors or contract stitchers or anything um, in in the realm. So they will try and pair you up with somebody who has like experience of what you're looking for, and um, then they will take and, and introduce you. It is self-driven from the person who wants the information. So if you're applying for a mentor, um, we ask that you seek, that you ask the questions of your mentor. It's not your mentor's job to hunt you down and give you information. They're there to help guide you, um, but it is going to be driven from the mentee perspective. So um, 
but we have great volunteers that will help out with that. And I will tell you there are so many people who have started their career through CGOA that it's pretty astounding. So the other thing we also have at our conference is an entire day dedicated to professional development, um, and that takes place on Wednesday, the 25th of July. And you get more information than you could possibly imagine, as well as networking with other people in the industry. So Mary Beth has figured out that she can text me, so now I'm supposed to let her know that we've answered that question. And hopefully we will figure out a better system in the future. Okay, well, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. And um, I want to just take this second to mention that uh, Michael Cook from the DFW show, I know that you mentioned earlier that um, you'll be doing the master's program at DFW. Um, somebody from the DFW Fiber Fest will be on the air two weeks from tonight, and hopefully I will have my technical issues resolved by then. I'm really embarrassed, you guys. I'm so sorry, um, but I'm still sort of running blind here, or perhaps hearing impaired, <laughs> not blind. Um, so uh, we will be able to talk about DFW then. And one more little plug, I'm teaching at DFW this year and a wide variety of classes, but I noticed that my Tunisian entrelacs class is not getting a whole lot of love. So any of you that are particularly interested in Tunisian Entrelac, please sign up for that class. Uh, it's something that they had selected personally, and uh, it's uh, it's got a lot of seats left in it. I also just heard that Franklin Habit's uh, keynote on Friday night is already sold out, but uh, there's all kinds of things to do at DFW, so do check that out if you're in the area. I believe it is 30 days from today. Now, um, have you yet mentioned the uh, Portland show? I know that the next chain link show will be in Portland this summer. What can you tell us about that? Well, I have covered some, but what I haven't addressed for you guys is that registration will actually begin um, in April. However, in the next couple of weeks, we will be putting up all of our class listing and information so that you can start getting an idea of what you might want to take and not feel like, oh, my gosh, it's up, it's register, please hurry and fly and do it. No, we're giving you a couple weeks to look at it, and then we're going to open registration so that you have um, time to kind of digest and think about it. And that way you don't feel like you've made a commitment now. Oh, can you really make it or not? So um, that will be available, and we actually are having more teachers than usual. Um, we've actually we had a record number of teachers submit. We had... Nearly 30 teachers submit over 200 classes. And so that was whittled down. I believe we're offering 53 classes with 15 different instructors. Um, so there's a lot of variety to choose from um, on everything else that's going on. And the other nice thing about the Portland show is we have the entire hotel. So every room in that hotel that is taken up for, for classes and education and our vendor market and all of our events, we are the only one there. We're not sharing the venue. Granted, there's probably other people who will be checked into the hotel, but it's mostly just going to be just CGOA and nothing but crocheters everywhere you look. So we're really looking forward to that. So if you're going to be in the area, please check it out. Um, we're going to have easy access to downtown, too, so it's, an, it's a nice access. If you want to try and uh, bring family and make a vacation, you could do that, too, if you need the excuse. So um, that's all I really have to say about Portland, I could actually probably go on for a long time because there's always um, stuff that we can add to that. 
because we're having new events all the time. There's our banquet. So for people who aren't familiar uh, with our usual conference, please go to crochet.org and check um, it out okay. in the next couple and weeks. For those, somebody just asked when I was, in fact, teaching uh, at Dallas, Fort Worth, and what I was teaching. And let's see if I can find that information because I just had it and now it's gone. Okay, I'm teaching Creating with Crocodile Stitch and Tunisian Crochet Basics. I believe that's Friday. On Saturday, it looks like Independent Pattern Publishing, which is a lecture class that's for both knitters and crocheters, and Tunisian Crochet Lace. And then it looks like Tunisian Crochet Entrelac is on Sunday, and Two-Color Crochet, One Color at a Time, is also on Sunday. That's a relatively new class. I've only taught that a couple of times, and I'm really looking forward to doing that again. If you are anywhere within the area and you have not attended the Dallas-Fort Worth Fiber Festival, I highly encourage it because it's um, it, it's just an amazing show, and the fact that they have done it uh, it started out in a you know in a basement somewhere with like seven vendors and um, it has grown year after year and is one of the uh, top shows to go to. It is amazing how it has um, how it has grown every year, one year after another. All right, hang tight, you guys. I'm still trying to get some some little. Uh, act together. Um, Linda, I know this is sort of a vague question coming up, but it's something I really do want to talk about. Um, It's interesting to me that the board of directors this year seems, uh, boy, I'm trying to figure out how to put this properly. There's a lot of bloggers on the board, and I think that's really cool. What I'm trying to get to is do you see a change in the focus of the mission of the board now that the bulk of the board are members who are more social media oriented and more technologically savvy perhaps than some of the former board members? Do you see uh, CGOA embracing new technology in a way that they have not before? And related to that is... um, Do you see any big changes in the organization due to the change in management companies? Now, I know a lot of you guys, uh, a lot of you listeners know since the dawn of time, basically COA has had a relationship with uh, Offinger Management, who was also the owner of the TKGA, the Knitting Guild of America. And when Offinger left the craft, I don't know if they left the craft business or how exactly that worked out. Why Why it happened when it happened, uh, but TKGA is now uh, much smaller than it used to be, and it's run by volunteers, and CGOA has gone to a new management company. So I, I guess what I'm asking is, is this uh, CGOA sort of uh, 2.0, 3.0, 5.0? What, do you see the mission of the organization changing. Um, And that's a really interesting point. Linda is now texting me since I can't hear her. Um, She's letting me know that Offinger actually closed. They have gone out of business, which I did not know. So um, I I guess, again, overall, I don't want to come up, like I'm asking about the bloggers and the people that are sort of social media savvy. Um, 
some of my blogger friends and some of my best friends are bloggers have said that they feel sometimes that there is pushback from members of the organization that came in a time when social media was not important. Um, uh, my one blogger friend always says she gets accused of ruining the industry because, you know, the, the crochet world has changed so much in the last 10 years. Um, I'm just wondering if the CJOA is changing along with it and what you think about that. That's where I'm headed. <laughs> Well, the nice thing is I can give answers for Mary Beth, and she doesn't hear them anyway, so I'll still have to text them to her. But um, as far as changes uh, with CGOA, there's no change to the mission statement. Um, that's one thing that everybody agrees on, blogger, designer, hobbyist, professional. Everybody agrees that education of, of crochet is important. Um, preserving that history and the heritage of crochet is important. Um, but as far as things that might change, well, everybody needs to evolve in order to um, maintain and engage with the membership. That doesn't mean that all happens overnight. Absolutely not. And as far as the, the makeup of the board, that is an interesting um, thing that she brought up because that is one of our points of transparency. Um, this is the first time that anybody could nominate to the to the uh, have someone on the nominations for the ballot to be on the board. So we're making it much more visible, much more accessible. And these were names of, that people had put forth from the crochet community that they wanted to see help run CGOA. And then they elected these people. And so that's how we're here. Um, so that's the change. Um, as far as maybe more tech savvy than some others, well, that's still the case. But we have to remember our membership because crochet encompasses every age group, we're trying to make sure that we don't isolate anybody. And so that may, might mean opening up new avenues and engaging in new forums and technology. But at the same time, that doesn't mean we're eliminating paper newsletters. And you're still going to get your issue of Crochet Explanation Mark news, uh, Magazine with our newsletter. So we're trying to make sure that as we try to grow, as any, as any organization should, that we're not isolating or losing our mission. So we're really still keeping that. Um, so now I have to let her know that I've answered her question. It's an interesting way to have a, have a discussion, I should say. Nobody can argue with me or anything. All right. And, Linda, I know that we are going to have you on later in the season to talk about your personal work as a crochet designer, but uh, is there anything exciting going on in that that you want to uh, – Mention to the nice people before we head off into the sunset. Well, I thank Mary Beth for bringing that up. But gosh, I wasn't prepared for that one. Um, I always have some, some new little projects going on in the back. Um, I've got some new releases coming out with Prime. Um, I've got some new ones on the newsstand right now with uh, the special issue of Crochet Explanation Mark magazine. And Prime, for those who don't realize, that's um, I Like Crochet magazine, which is an online forum. I also have uh, my own Ravelry store, which I have um, designs coming out frequently in that, as well as my blog, lindadeancrochet.com. So I can't really promote a whole lot right now because I was kind of caught off guard, <laughs> but I appreciate Mary Beth for giving me the opportunity. Okay, and one last question. I have a friend who always says to me, what's the takeaway? What's the one thing you want to need? Uh, you want to remember. So uh, putting you on the spot here, for those members who, uh, those listeners who have not listened, my good God, 
For those listeners who have not previously joined the CGOA or joined a long time ago and let their membership lapse, what is the number one best reason for their for them to come back and join us this year? Number one best reason is we are always growing the outreach of crochet. The more numbers that we come together as one solid voice, the better we have to tell the industry what we really want. And so we can do that with you. As far as what you get, well, if you're going to go dollar for dollar, the biggest thing that everyone looks at is the fact that you're getting getting a subscription to Crochet Explanation Magazine. But the number one thing members will usually tell you is that they want to support an organization that supports crochet everywhere in the world. So that is probably the biggest thing that drives most of our members because we try and help everybody in any way we can with crochet. All right. Well, Linda, I cannot thank you enough for coming on tonight. And I thank you so much for your patience with our technical difficulties. To all of you guys listening out there, again, I apologize for the technical difficulties. What I will do, um, if any of my buddies, and you know who you are, are available to do another test episode with me later this week before we get London on next week, do let me know. We'll just schedule sort of a random quickie and and see if I can get this tech issue worked out. Um, So uh, thank you, Linda for joining us. Uh, Linda, where should people find more about your work? Can you, um, can you give them your website if you have not already? My website is lindadeancrochet.com. You can also find me on Facebook at lindadeancrochet. Basically, I kept it kind of easy. If you can find Linda Dean Crochet, you can probably find me. So um, that's it for me. And thank you, Mary Beth. I know we've had some ups and downs with this talking, but I'm glad we got it to work out, and and thank you guys for for listening to me tonight. And thank you uh, once again. Also, you guys, um, please to be following me on some of those social media platforms. As I said, we have the Getting Loopy group on Facebook on On Ravelry, but follow me on Facebook under the Hooked for Life publishing page, on Instagram at Hooked, number four, Life, LLC, on Twitter at Hooked, number four, Life. Um, Where else am I? Well, you know, pretty much everywhere. Find me, follow me, it helps. I'm going to sign off early. Uh, So, Linda, I'm about to hang up on you. Thank you again. Um, So, once again, guys, I'll get this tech worked out for next week. I'm going to go listen to the show since I have no idea how it went, although I'm sure Linda was amazing. Join us next week for fabulous artist London Kay. And the week after that, Michael from the DFW Fiberfest is going to talk to us not only about the wonderful show, uh, but one of the things I do want to talk about that happened in the Getting Loopy Downtime was the Fair Fiber Wage um, thing that happened last year in which some of the teachers, including yours truly, got a little aggravated at some of the uh, show promoters and how DFW really helped us out with that and and was incredibly supportive. So I hope you guys are having a good time in the chat room. I am going to pull the plug on this episode because it's making me crazy, but I'm going to go listen. Thank you all for tuning in, and I will see you guys next week. Good night.